Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of the most amazing podcast in the world. It's called The Dictionary, hosted by me, Spencer Parks. How are you doing, Word Turds? We're at the top of page 227. I think I got a burp coming just because I just had some water. Uh, The first word in this episode is civil servant. Two words, noun from 1800. One, a member of a civil service. That will be our next word. But first we have number two, a member of the administrative staff of an international agency. Man of mystery, international agency of mystery. I don't know what I'm saying. Next is civil service. Two words. Noun from circa 1770. The administrative service of a government or international agency exclusive of the armed forces, especially one in which appointments are determined by competitive examination. Next is civil union. Two words. Noun from 1992. The legal status that ensures the same-sex couple's specified rights and responsibilities of married couples. Yay! And then, of course, not all that long ago from when I'm recording this, uh, gay marriage was just legalized all over the place. And so that made us very, very happy. Um, Okay, next is civil war. Two words, noun from the 15th century. A war between opposing groups of citizens of the same country. It's a very uh, paradoxical word. Civil war. It's not civil. War isn't civil. It just means that they're part of the same country. It's a very odd name. Next is Civitan. Civitan. Capital C-I-V-I-T-A-N. Noun from 1926 a member of a major national and international service club. Uh, And it's from Civitan, or it's the word Civitan, which means club. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Okay, next is Civvy, C-I-V-V-Y or C-I-V-I-E. Noun from circa 1889. One is plural, so civvies. Civilian clothes as distinguished from a particular uniform, as of the military. And then number two, the synonym is civilian. So, the people who are in the military, they will call civilians civvies, or they will call their civilian clothes civvies. I have only worn civvies in my life. Next is civvy street. Two words, noun from 1943. It is British and it means civilian life. So it's not the street that the civilians live on, although it is, but it's in general, it's just the life of the civilian, civilian life. They're on Civvy Street. Next is, uh, and we've got some abbreviations, C-I-W-S, all caps. This is an abbreviation for Close In Weapons System, C-I-W-S. Uh, Next abbreviation is CJ, all caps. It's for Chief Justice. Next is CJD, all caps. This is for Kreutzfeldt Jacob Disease. Now, could it be Kreutzfeldt Jakob Disease? Possibly. I'm not sure. Uh, Kreutzfeldt is spelled C-R-E-U-T-Z-F-E-L-D-T. 
hyphen J-A-K-O-B disease. Next is CK, all lowercase, abbreviation for one, cask, or two, check. Next is CL, abbreviation, all lowercase, number one, centiliter. Two, claiming, like I'm claiming this for America. Three, class. Four, clause, with an E at the end. Five, close. Six, closet. Although, if you look at the word close and then you add a T, you would want to say close it. Close it, that closet. No, it's closet. And then seven, cloth. Uh, CL, again, this is with a capital C. It's a symbol for chlorine. CL again, all caps, abbreviation for one, carload, two, center line, three, civil law, and four, common law. Okay, next is Clabber, with two B's in the middle. B as in boy, or babushka. This is a noun from 1634. It is a chiefly dialect, and it means sour milk that has thickened or curdled. It's a clabber. It is short for bunny clabber, which is all one word. Bunny clabber. Who made this up? How did this become the slang, the, the dialect for sour milk that has thickened or cur- curdled. Bonnie Clabber. Uh, next is Clabbered with an ED. I suspect it is similar. Adjective from 1873. It is talking about milk or cream, and it means having thickened or curdled. That milk or cream is Clabbered. Next is Clocken. Maybe it would you would say Clocken. I think you got to add a little in the middle there. Clocking. Uh, it is a noun from the 15th, set- 15th century. It is Scottish and Irish, and the synonym is Hamlet. H-A-M-L-E-T. Now, Ed, would that be the person, the Hamlet? The person, the, ham- the person, Hamlet? Or is a Hamlet a little town? But either way, it is a clacken. Next is clack. C-L-A-C-K. First form, verb from the 13th century. One, the synonyms are chatter and prattle. Number two, to make an abrupt striking sound or series of sounds. Three is talking about fowl, the birds, fowl. And the synonyms are cackle and cluck. By the way, I should have mentioned that these are the intransitive definitions. So, you know, rewind and listen to those again if you want. And now we are on the transitive definitions. One, to cause, to make a clatter. Two, to produce with a chattering sound. And then specifically, the synonym is blab, B-L-A-B. Clacker is a noun. Second form of clack, noun from the 15th century. 1A, rapid, continuous talk. And the synonym is chatter. Uh, 1B, the synonym is tongue. Like uh, your tongue, it's in your mouth. Uh, Yeah. Number two, is archaic an object as a valve that produces clapping or rattling sounds, uh, no, rattling noises, uh, usually in regular rapid sequence. And number three, a sound of clacking. Next is, I love this word, clactonian. (laughs) Clactonian. Uh, It's basically spelled how it sounds with a capital C at the beginning, C-L-A-C, 
T-O-N-I-A-N, Clactonian. Uh, this is an adjective from 1932. It seems like it would be somebody who lives on the planet Clack. Clack. I don't Why do I like to say that word? Uh, this is of or relating to a lower pa- Paleolithic culture, usually characterized by stone flakes with a half cone at the point of striking. That is so specific. Uh, by the way, this is from Clacton on Sea. And that is in England. I think I may need to find where this place is. And I'll, I'll share a link in the show notes. I'm trying to add a little bit more to the show notes. Not a whole lot, just a little bit. Uh, so, Clacton on Sea. So, it's Clacton hyphen on hyphen sea. Like the, the water sea. Is that a name of a town? Interesting. I am a Clactonian. I like to clack the rocks on the stone and make flakes. Next is the word clad. This is the first form of four, well, kind of five. Um, Let's see, the first one is the past and past participle of the word clothe. So if you are clothed, you are clad in something. Second form of clad, adjective from the 14th century. Just making sure my record is still going on. Yes, it is. Great. Good job, Spencer. Number one, being covered or clothed, as in, Ivy-clad buildings. Two is talking about a coin consisting of outer layers of one metal bonded to a core of a different metal. And the third form of clad is a verb, a transitive verb from 1939. The synonyms are sheath. Now, there's an E at the end, so would you say sheath? Sheath and face. Specifically, There's a definition, specifically, to cover a metal with another metal by bonding. So that metal has been covered with another metal, and it is clad. And if I can find this quickly, there was a word that I came across. Uh, circum... Where is it? Circum... 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 Where is it? Circumambulate? Circumambient? I think it was one of those. One of those circum words... This is surrounded. The metal is circumambulated ambiently by another metal. Uh, Next is the fourth form of clad, noun from 1941. 1A, a composite material formed by cladding. It's probably the metal one. 1B, a clad coin. 2, synonym is cladding with an I-N-G, and then specifically the outer layer of a clad coin would be the cladding, also clad. Uh, Now we have clad again, but this is a prefix, uh, could also be clado, Um, no year, and it means slip or sprout, as in cladophil, C-L-A-D-O-P-H-Y-L-L, cladophil. So what's the etymology of this? It is from the Greek prefix clad or clado with a K instead of a C, from klados, which means branch or shoot of a tree. And it is akin to the Old English holt, which means woods. And there's more at the word holt. So it's a, it's a, it's a sprout, a little sprout. It's, a, it's the prefix clad. All right. Last word for this episode is clada, 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 C-L-A-D-D-A-G-H, clada. I I think that's the best way to pronounce it. This is a noun from 1922. 
an Irish design, as on a ring, of two hands holding a crowned heart that symbolizes friendships, loyalty, and love. Aw, how sweet. Uh, so this is from Coletta, which is a former village across the river Corrib from Galway City, Ireland. Assuming that's the same as just Galway. I've been there. I've been to Galway. I didn't know I was so close to Clada. Uh, I Many, many people have clatterings, clatterings, however you want to say it. And I know that there are rules, like if you wear it on this hand, facing this direction, it means one thing. And if you have it facing the other direction, it means another thing. And you put it on the other hand, it means something else. Maybe even which finger you have it on, it means something else. I don't know. If I uh, feel so inspired, I'll see if I can find a, a website that... Um, lists all the different possibilities so you can use that as a reference if you have a clatter ring you know it's like i'm in a relationship or i was just in a relationship and i'm looking or i was i'm not in a relationship and i'm not looking or so many different options it's a very versatile ring but it's really just the design is the clatter so obviously you know somebody in clatter the clatter village which doesn't exist anymore i guess they designed this thing okay Let's read reread the words. Civil servant, civil service, civil union, civil war, civitan or civitan, civi, civi street, C I W S, C J, C J D, C K, C L, C L, C L, collabor, collabored, clachen, clack, clactonian, clad, clad, clada, clada. Uh, I will pick civil union as the word of the episode because I think when this was, uh, I don't want to say invented, that's not the right word, but when this was created, um, this really helped out a whole lot of people and that was really good. So, civil unions, you are great. That's the song. Uh, Yeah, all right, let's read the holidays. Today is July 24th. In the U.S., it is Cousins Day. It's also also National Tequila Day. Have some tequila, but be careful. Um, internationally, it is also it's International Self Care Day. Gotta go take care of yourself. If you, you, you gotta take care of yourself, because how can you take care of other people if you can't take care of yourself? So try both. Um, in Greece, it is the restoration of democracy. By the way, it is also Cousins Day in Australia, Canada, India, and South Africa. And it is also National Tequila Day in the UK. And in Ecuador and Venezuela, it is birthday of Simon Bolivar. What other holidays? In Tunisia, it is Carnival of Awusu. In Vanuatu, it's Children's Day. In Utah, it is Pioneer Day. In Poland, it is Police Day. Poland Police Day. Uh, in Venezuela, it is also Navy Day. It's also Simon Bolivar Day in Bolivia and Colombia. Don't know why those weren't mentioned on the other page. And what are some of the other fun holidays? Asalha Puja. I don't know what that is, but there's a picture of the of the Buddha, so it's probably related to Buddhism. It's National Amelia Earhart Day. It's probably her birthday today. Happy birthday, Amelia Earhart, if you can hear me. It's National Day of the Cowboy. Maybe you should watch Toy Story. It's National Drive-Thru Day, so you can go through a drive-thru while drinking tequila with your cousin dressed like a cowboy. And yeah, I think that's it. But don't, don't drink the tequila while you're driving. That's a very, 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 very bad idea. 
All right. We're going to end the episode there. Thank you very much for, for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. <laughs>